Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Welcome on into the Wolverine Recruiting Show. Clayton Safey here with EJ Holland and Tim Verghese. We're going to break down the latest surrounding Michigan football recruiting, as always, uh, and hit on a couple top storylines here. Of course, the biggest one of the week, Michigan defensive line coach Sean Nua. He is headed to USC to coach for Lincoln Riley. Same job there, defensive line at USC. But this is a West Coast guy, so it didn't totally shock us. We had heard the last couple of weeks that some schools were pursuing him potentially even as a defensive coordinator, but he lands back out West with USC. Uh, that begs the question, what does this mean for Michigan recruiting? Uh, and to that, I, I ask you, EJ, what, you know, what kind of impact is this going to have? Yeah, I think uh, USC is a great fit for, for coach Nua uh, first and foremost. I mean, he was, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. And I think, you know, he, he wanted to probably be back out West. And I think that'll help him as a recruiter and as a coach. I, I felt like he was really coming along as a recruiter. You know, he had a strong close in 2021 with the assistance, uh, you know, of other coaches on staff. And then this cycle, he did a tremendous job of almost single-handedly landing Kenneth Grant, he was leading the way with Mason Graham. So I felt like he was trying, he was starting to really find his footing as a recruiter now off to USC. Uh, with the 2022 cycle pretty much in the books, I, I don't think it's going to affect things too much. Kenneth Grant's going to be at Michigan. You know, there's nothing to worry about there, even though Nua was his primary recruiter. And I'm sure Kenneth isn't, you know, ecstatic about him leaving. I feel like Kenneth, you know, always wanted to be at Michigan regardless. I think one to watch is Mason Graham, even though he's an early enrollee and has already signed with Michigan, the days where you have portal hopping, you know, it's it's something to watch. And I'm not, you know, trying to over speculate and say Mason Graham is someone to, you know, someone we're worried about. It's just something that we're gonna do our due diligence with and, and check in on just because Nua and Courtney Morgan, who left to Washington, were the two uh, lead recruiters in, in that recruitment. So we're going to just check in on Mason Graham. Um, but both again, both of those guys are already signed. In 2023, it's so early that I think Michigan isn't going to feel any you know impact of previous relationships that Nua had. So overall, it's you know a pretty easy transition, I think, to Ryan Osborne if he gets the job. You know, Michigan's defensive analyst, I think, would be the perfect guy to slide into that role. Osborne has already done a terrific job as an uh, not necessarily an on-the-field coach, but just as a guy that was in the room really helping out with the edge rushers. David Ajabo, Aiden Hutchinson obviously had tremendous seasons, and so he's really respected as a coach. Uh, everything I've heard about Osborne uh, from inside the building has been outstanding. And then as, as a recruiter, even though he's a guy that couldn't go out on the road, I mean, recruits absolutely love this guy. All they talk about is high energy, really passionate, loves Michigan, even though he's been, only been with the program for a year. Uh, he was supposed to have taken the uh, on-field role at UConn as their defensive line coach. And, you know, that didn't end up happening. And I think this was kind of in the works behind the scenes. 
And so I, I do feel like Osborne would be a terrific hire. He already has pre-existing relationships with highly touted edge rushers like Anthony James, who, who you know, is being recruited in that Aiden Hutchinson role and might be uh, the top guy on the board there. And then you have uh, freak Nicholas Harbor, who's being recruited as, you know, pretty much anything, but has more upside as, as an edge rusher who's a top overall target from the DMV. There's relationships there with Osborne already. So just a lot of guys that Osborne already knows. So I think it would be a seamless transition if they were to go that way. So, you know, losing, losing Nua, I don't think is going to have too much uh, of an effect moving forward on 2023 recruiting. I think, you know, if Osborne does take over, he will obviously have to develop more relationships with the, the actual line guys, as opposed to the edge rushers. Yeah. And from a team perspective, I mean, Chris Hutchinson, Aiden's dad, uh, you know, was on our podcast here with Chris Ballas, just talking about Ryan Osborne, how much Aiden, really liked you know his time with him and like you said it's not coaching on the field but it's more extra film type of stuff pointers here and there he's not leading the meetings but he's you know adding commentary and things like that and really focusing in on the edge rusher so he would be like you said kind of a natural type of transition for Michigan but expect Jim Harbaugh maybe to look at some other options as well um that leads us to our next topic which is Josh Connerly the top 100 offensive tackle out of the state of Washington um EJ, it kind of looked like Michigan was trending for him for a little while. Uh, maybe even, you know, had him almost in the bag. Then, you know, starts delaying and delaying, uh, you know, and is deciding now to go to the late period, maybe even past that. What's the latest with Josh Connerly? Yeah, so it looks like Josh Connerly is going to take this one past uh, National Signing Day. So, you know, we obviously had the early signing day in December. There's still the late period in February where, you know, there's a couple of stragglers and he could be, go beyond even that. So he's following in the footsteps of fellow Washington native JT Tuomalo from last cycle, who's ended up signing with Ohio State in the summer. I think you could see Connerly go all the way to the summer. So at some point, you know, I think fans are going to get restless and pretty much move on. But if you're Michigan, you've already invested so many resources into this recruitment, you might as well keep on fighting. So Jim Harbaugh is set to see him after the dead period comes to an end this month. So it'll be uh, a week or so that Jim Harbaugh will be making his way out to Seattle. Sharon Moore had a really good in-home visit with him before the dead period. So approaching National Signing Day, uh, Moore stopped by his school and then visited him as home, at home. Harbaugh will do the same. So Michigan's going to keep fighting. Michigan's still in this recruitment but at the same time, you know, the longer this goes, the less optimistic I've been, especially with with Connerly being out all the way out in the Pacific Northwest with him already using his official visit at, uh, for Michigan in September for the game against Washington. I feel like to get him back on campus for an unofficial visit is going to be tough. Uh, and then, you know, you had schools up and down the West Coast just make uh, new hires. You had USC hire Lincoln Riley. Uh, Oregon has a new staff. Washington has a new staff. Washington brought in Courtney Morgan from Michigan to lead their recruiting department. So there was already, already a pre-existing relationship there. Um, so yeah, I think Connerly is going to officially visit all three of those schools, uh, look at a few others as well. So that's kind of the latest with him is we're just kind of in for a 22 recruiting marathon with Connerly. Celebrate the moments. 
Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to see how that one plays out or drags out uh, and, uh, you know, go from there, essentially. Uh, The last bit of news real quick before we go, Michigan early enrollees, most of them on campus, some others trickling in over the next week or so. Um, But I think it's, what, 14 guys or 13 guys for Michigan uh, that are going to be coming in early, and that's big. We saw a few of those types of guys make impacts on the field this past season. Junior Colson, J.J. McCarthy, Donovan Edwards. Uh, Tim, we'll start with you. What are you most excited for uh, out of this group of guys coming in early and, uh, you know, what they might be able to do with that extra time on campus? Yeah, I think the uh, <clears throat> the easy answer is obviously, you know, Will Johnson and Keon Saab. Obviously, Will's been around the program for a long time. So, you know, he's got a bit of a head start on some of the other early enrollees. So, you know, um, but it's going to be interesting to kind of see how how high Will can fly. Um, you know, this this spring, how high can he get on the depth chart? You know, how can he lock down a starting spot like this spring? You know, that's going to be something that I'll keep an eye on. But but going in a little different direction, I think Colson Loveland's someone I'm really interested to see um, what type of impact he has um, this spring. Obviously, you know, there, there could be some attrition in the tight end room. We're kind of just waiting and watching to see what happens there. Eric, you know, made a tweet that or put an Instagram post uh, that indicates he could be returning. But, you know, if he doesn't, you know, can Colston have a early impact? Can, can this extra time uh, in the weight room, on the practice field, around the program, can that help him um, make an early impact? So I think Colson's one I've got an eye on. I mean, mainly because, you know, on top of just his regular talent, I think, you know, his recruitment down the stretch, you know, a couple other schools were pushing. So, you know, he was a coveted recruit. And uh, he is a guy that I think, uh, you know, Michigan could do a lot of different things with. And uh, EJ, before I throw it to you, I will list the early enrollees now that I've pulled up the list. But wide receiver Darius Clemens, quarterback Jaden Denegal, defensive lineman Mason Graham, D-back Will Johnson, as Tim mentioned, offensive lineman Connor Jones, D-back Cody Jones, tight end Colston Loveland, tight end Derek Moore, or defensive end Derek Moore, excuse me, wide receiver Tyler Morris, quarterback Alex Orgy, D-back Miles Pollard, DB Keon Saab, and wide receiver Amorian Walker. And then for those interested as well, Virginia offensive center Olu Oluwatimi uh, from Virginia, who has committed to Michigan, is also going to be – he's enrolled right now and could be on campus as we speak as well. So that's the list. But, EJ, what are you excited for out of this group? Yeah, I mean, Tim obviously mentioned uh, the, the two defensive backs, Keon Saab, Will Johnson. But two guys he didn't mention, Darius Clements, I, I feel like can make an immediate impact in that wide receiver room. Michigan doesn't really have a guy like Clemens, who is six foot three, 205 pounds, but still – uh, runs a four three seven forty, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I think he's going to get on the field as a true freshman, or at least get in the rotation. And then uh, Derek Moore, I 
I mean, you saw what he did this week at, at Under Armour earning the game MVP. Uh, I think he's a guy that can come in, especially with Ajabo and Hutchinson both leaving. There's going to be open competition for both uh, edge rusher roles to the end, the buck role. I, I feel like, you know, he's a guy that can play either. Uh, he's six foot four, 250 pounds. So uh, I think he can be a Hutchinson type more than likely. Um, but he still has the athletic profile as well to be an Ojabo type. Either way, the, their positions are pretty interchangeable. They're both coming off the edge and wrecking havoc, and that's what Derek Moore uh, does best. So I think Moore and Clemens are going to have opportunities when you look at depth, when you look at talent, to make immediate impacts. Yeah, I think that's a great point on Moore with Michigan losing both those guys and uh, you know needing guys to step up. But good show, uh, both you guys. For both of their coverages uh, on Michigan football recruiting, head to thewolverine.com. $1 gets you an entire year of premium access. So go and do that right now. Check the stuff out over at thewolverine.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.